Hey, what's going on people? It's your boy the G-Man and Jess. I am back for another edition of 5 Minutes with the G. Yes, people, this is vlog number 5. Um, but before I get into it, once again, I just want to send a big shout out to the PT family members. So, Straight Shooting RJA, Jesse Fizzle, JBK, Nathan Arsenal, big up to yourself, lads. Also, people, I would like to ask, please, if you're watching this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, yes, the Pitch Talk YouTube channel. You know, share and like the videos with friends and family, people that like football, please. And also, turn on the notifications so when these videos drop, you will be the first to be notified but people you know what let's get straight into this week's um, session it's going to be quite different this week because i'm not actually going to speak about a specific topic i'm going to cover some stuff that i spoke about last week due to the fact that some questions have been sent in via via um, the social media from fellow co-host straight shooting rja um he watched my last week's vlog um, my Bigger Picture, which basically covered the Premier League proposal to the Championship and EFL clubs, which basically I discussed some ideas I thought I would have added to proposal if I had had a chance. Um, I spoke about, you know, getting rid of a January transfer window, um, adding a manager's transfer window and changing the cup competition slightly. And um, yeah, Straight Shin LJ, as I said, has basically sent his views in and I'm going to um, read some of his views and answer some of the questions that he has asked. So just got my phone here and he has said, yo Gav, nice vlog and some very good ideas in there. A few quick questions and notes. Okay, okay. Um, idea, oh, sorry. Number one, scrapping the January window would that only be for Premier League sides or all EFL sides? Well, simply to answer that, it would be for all sides. Um, it's just that I'm not a fan of the January transfer window. I think it causes a lot of disturbance to, and distractions. I believe, you know, we've already got the pre-season window, which is from May to August. You know, that's about four months. Clubs can do um, a sufficient amount of businesses in, business in there. They can get rid of players, they can sign players, they can loan players, they can loan out players. And, you know, it's just down to mindset, really and truthfully, because you, you see that there's clubs who are well prepared when it comes to transfer time. They'll have their target A, B and C ready, they'll go straight into the market, they won't dilly-dally, they'll bid for what they need, they'll get their players and they're off, they're out, they're finished and more times they're finished before they even, even the transfer window's closed. And then you've got the other teams who tend to diver in the, the transfer windows, they dilly-dally, they, they try to play hardball, they get caught out, last-minute buyers... They get caught into all that madness and then effectively what happens they haven't really got the players that they really wanted then they're waiting for the next transfer window and all this does is cause a lot of speculation a lot of talk from pundits in the no fans um and the media and you know it just i don't think it's healthy it's, it's very toxic and it's not a healthy environment for football clubs to be running as a business so if they just had this one window, the pre-season window, once it's closed, all the business is done, 
Um, so that's my opinion on that, LJ. So yeah, yeah. Um, you've also said, would you keep the emergency loan system going? If yes, would you limit it to only the EFL clubs? Um, you know what? I would keep the emergency loan system going for the EFL clubs. Um, you know, EFL clubs obviously don't have the financial backing or they're not, they haven't got that amount of influence and power as the Premier League and Championship clubs. So they actually need the emergency loan market to help them through the season and sustain a squad as they, you know, pick and choose um, signings over short periods of time. So I would keep it open for EFL clubs. I would never expand it for, for that of the Premier League clubs. So that's how I would, that's how I see that. Your second point um, was manager's transfer window, which I spoke about last week, manager's transfer window. Essentially, what I was saying is you have a transfer window from like May to August and within that period, a club basically decides on whether they want to sign a manager. And once they sign and register that manager for the season, then that manager is effectively... Um, signed for the season and if you sack them you can't employ another manager from another club or you can't employ another manager that's not not currently employed you have to employ from within also they came I was thinking you know you should give the, the club or the manager a fine whatever but what I was trying to get at is you know this whole heavy rotation of managers getting sacked halfway through the season and that it's it's crazy, you know. We've got into a system in the Premier League and leagues across the country where you know you're almost expecting managers just to get sacked. You get me? After six, seven games, you're talking about managers being sacked. Now, there's no long-term thinking here from clubs, and I'm just thinking, you know what? You know what? Clubs need to take accountability. And for once you've committed on that dotted line, a manager's basically should be committed to a club. LJ has asked them, would you have all managers on a year-long rolling contract? That's an interesting idea. I would, you know what, and that that would be, you know, that that, that just makes sense. If you've got managers on a year year-long rolling contracts then it's just easier for a manager to get out of the contract at the end of the season and it's easier for a club to get rid of a manager at the end of the season rather than just sacking a manager at the beginning of the season um i want to skip point three but i'm going to go to point four um and this is about changing the cup competitions i had the idea that you know to make the cup competitions more exciting in the premier league maybe they could reduce the league places for the Champions League to free spots and give the extra Champions League spot that I've taken away to the FA Cup or the um, League Cup, you know, winners. LJA has said, not sure if I agree with um, having the winners of the FA Cup and League Cup getting in um, a special, getting a potential Champions League place. May as well do Europa for both. We've had in the past Ipswich get into the UEFA Cup and get embarrassed by Inter Milan. But LJA, we've seen Barcelona get beaten 8-2 by Bayern Munich. At the end of the day, if a team's going to get beat, a team's going to get beat. Um, 
And imagine Bradford getting into a Champions League spot a few years ago if they had won the League Cup and gone through and won the Community Shield. It would make the Community Shield mean something and have a lot higher stake, but not the Champions League spot. Also, with the Community Shield being at the beginning of August, would um, this would give uh, that winning side literally no time to add to their squad for the Champions League. Look at the disadvantaged sides promoted to the Premier League via the playoffs. Now, you make a good point there about the playoffs. Maybe the Community Shield could be moved or basically it's just a new competition that happens straight after the FA Cup final. To me, it just makes more sense because if you've got teams knowing that if they win the FA Cup, they can get a Champions League spot. Or if they win the League Cup, they could potentially get a Champions League spot. But all they have to do is then play the FA Cup winners or the League Cup winners in some sort of final. Trust me, it would make that competition gold. I honestly do believe that. Um, But you know what? I guess LJ doesn't actually like the idea. He's more of a traditionalist, traditionalist. So it is what it is. So moving on to the final point, um, which was about the TV revenue, um, which we both agree with. Uh, So 25% of the TV um, money going to the EFL, I have no problem with. Me neither, mate. I may change that number a bit and balance it with the grassroots game. So EFL 10%, National League 5% and grassroots game 20%. And these would be annual numbers, not broken out every three years because grassroots football covers so much ground and feeds all the leagues. It would need the most investment in my view. Um, Well, you know what? As said, any form of TV revenue money going down, being streamed down into the EFL and lower is good for the game. Like I said last week, I believe the Premier League owes it to the game. He's also gone on to say great points about protecting and providing for other clubs. With no base, there is no top. Like a house can't have a roof with no foundation and a house isn't built starting with the roof facts facts oh gee, i like that one that's facts and the top level of the game needs to stop being so selfish and truly think about and protect the future of the whole game not just their game and you know what that rounds it off lj it's facts i agree with you on that totally you know i said money should be streamed down into lower league so people you know there's been some interesting stuff there by myself and LJA. If you've got any opinions, then share it. Do you agree with, you know, abolishing the January transfer window? Do you agree with me at all about adding a, a manager's transfer window? Do you think that, you know, an idea of having the EFL and FA Cup winners playing in like a community show final where the winner gets the... Um, the Champions League spot that usually goes to fourth place. Do you agree with that? And also about the TV revenue money. Do you agree that um, it, some form of TV revenue money should be streamed down into the EFL and below? Um, people, you know, just let us know what you think. You know, we'll always be around to answer any questions and give our opinions. That's what we do. But, you know, what? I'm going to go now. So love, peace. Then your girl has focusing on fickle
things, going through the thicker things. See the bigger picture, girl, I'm working for the bigger things. Miss me with the bickering, shit gets sickening. Don't you see this king, girl, just come over and win with him. Girl, I'm...